Welcome back to Corruption Material Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. During this holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and even New Year's, we should all give thanks that we have freedom, that we have safety, especially safety from Child Protective Services or Protection Services or whatever title they want to give themselves. Now, in November 23rd, they've been doing an update on the Turpin, T-U-R-P-I-N, siblings. And for those of you that don't know, I'll go over that. Thirteen survivors of the so-called House of Horrors are once again in need. This comes as new questions surrounding how the children were treated as they were rescued and placed into protective care. This is from Riverside County, California. New questions are being raised about the conditions the Turpin children were living in after they were rescued from their parents in Riverside County in 2018. Quote, they never talked to anyone, unquote, a neighbor told Fox 11, who lives in the Paris neighborhood, P-E-R-R-I-S neighborhood, where the Turpin offspring lived with a foster family after they were rescued. A recently released camera video shows how Jordan, one of the daughters, explained to a deputy sheriff how she snuck out and was trying to get help for her sisters, who were allegedly tied up. The recording is chilling, as is the camera video of the chains and conditions from other deputy body cam footage. Now, some of the children are claiming that they suffering from the county's neglect, including not having access to the hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to the Turpin's care. Now, remember, this is set up for their care. Residents on the cul-de-sac are trying to reconcile with their perceptions with reports that the 13 siblings had a difficult time after being placed in foster homes by Riverside County, including not having access to the funds that were raised for them. Now remember, this is the state. This is not the parents. This is not like a GoFundMe or something. This is supposed to be, and it sounds like a GoFundMe actually, but the funds were supposed to go to the kids, not supposed to go to the foster parents, not supposed to go to the state for administrative fees or anything, supposed to go straight to the kids, so they could start their lives over. It is sad, the neighbors said. The children, they explained, moved out of the foster home in their area over a year ago. Let me repeat that. The children, they explained, moved out of the foster home in their area over a year ago. They didn't look hungry or poorly dressed, said neighbors who did not want to be identified but they never interacted with any of the other children in the cul-de-sac and were never allowed outside on their own. That right there should have brought, drawn red flags, but, you know, your neighbors and you figure, okay, they've got their reasons. Riverside County Executive Officer Jeff Van Wagenen, W-A-G-E-N-E-N, you pronounce it, released the following statement in regards 
to the speculation. Now, this is the county's executive officer answering this. Quote, without exception, the focus of the county of Riverside is on improving the lives of those we serve. We are committed to protecting the safety, health, and welfare of the most vulnerable in our community and to safeguard them from harm and exploitation. While our dedicated staff work tirelessly every day to accomplish that mission, there have been instances in which those we seek to protect have been harmed. With full support from the Board of Supervisors, my office is working in new leadership within the county to build our on efforts to progressively transform the county's child welfare and dependent adult system. Steps already taken by county staff in the last 18 months included, but are not limited to, reduced caseloads by increasing the number of staff, resulting in improved quality and timelessness of casework. Improved training to align responsibilities, clarify policies, and implement new processes. Funded and integrated services delivery model to improve coordination and collaboration across multiple departments that provide safety net services. Establish quality control and auditing units to conduct continuous review and provide real-time critical analysis and response. Partner with well-respected community organizations to improve inner internal systems for better outcomes. Our commitment to improve this system is evidenced by the work we've done so far. While there have been significant changes, more remains to be done. Specifically, as it relates to the recent allegations regarding the care services and placement provided to the 13 Turpin siblings by Riverside County Departments, the County Executive Office engaged Larson LLP, a law firm led by former U.S. District Judge Stephen G. Larson, to conduct an independent and comprehensive investigation. I'm going to stop right there. Whenever the state, however the government says independent, to me, it says, hey, guess what? We're going to pay them to say whatever we want them to say because we got our ass caught in a the ringer. These foster parents treated the kids like shit, made it look like they were being treated fairly and equitably. When the truth of that matter is they were collecting the money, pocketing it, and the kids were being abused. This is CPS in a nutshell. But then again, if you listen to the very beginning, you know that this is nothing new. This independent... Folks, please do not choke on whatever food or drink you're currently consuming. This independent inquiry has two objectives. One, analyze the services provided to the six minor children and seven adult children. And two, assess the quality of care provided. In addition... The examination will review the various departmental programs to assess the level of care, attention, and services provided to the children and dependent adults under the program's care and supervision. The inquiry will culminate in a comprehensive report from Larson LLP, who we are paying, with recommendations to the county by March 31st, 2022. 
Oh, wow. This will serve as a foundation for action to implement policy and program reforms within Riverside County as necessary. You mean they weren't doing that when the kids were first taken? You mean to tell me now when they're being abused by the very system that said they were going to protect them? Oh, now we're going to do something. You're so full of shit. Your eyes are brown, buddy. Uh, Mr. Uh, Jeff Van Wagenen. You are so full of shit. Yeah, the county of Riverside is committed to conducting a thorough and transparent review of the services provided to the Turpin siblings and to improve and strengthen the county's child welfare and dependent adult systems. In other words, we're not going to do shit, but we're going to make it sound like we're doing something. Riverside County Behavior Health Director Dr. Matthew Chang said the following... (laughs) You know, whenever they're with the government, county, city, uh, state, federal, it's never good. This uh, Dr. Chang said, quote, The mission of the public guardian program is to safeguard the lives of conservatees, conservatees who cannot care for themselves with the least possible restriction of their liberties. Bullshit. The public guardian program conducts the official county investigation into the need to initiate a conservatorship proceeding in the probate court. The public guardian, did you already hear the court that does, they say probate court, better known as, hey, we're going to pay the judge to say what we want. The public guardian program also acts as the court-appointed conservator when the criteria is met pursuant to California law as determined by the probate court. California law? Um, is that different than any other law in on the books? Is that different than um, the laws of the, the federal law or, uh, you know, basically any law that protects these kids? And they got the ass caught in a ringer (laughs) and well you can see where this is going but when we return I will continue uh, reading this for you and you can check it out we'll be back and we're back You know, whenever you get the courts of any kind involved in this, especially with CPS, they're only doing one thing. They're circling the wagons, covering their own asses, and saying, it's not our fault, we didn't do anything wrong, poor, poor us. As we continue, oh, this is from FoxLA.com. The public... Guardian program also must protect. I'm going to repeat that. I almost choked on my own words. The public guardian program, the PGP, also must protect the confidentiality of our conservatees. In other words, hey, we can't tell you uh, who they are, even though that they just put these kids through hell. 
Therefore, information collected is maintained in a manner that ensures maximum protection of privacy and confidentiality for persons under conservatorship, including those in high-profile situations. They might as well add, and also so that we don't get our asses sued. And if it looks like we're going to be sued, we're going to hang these people out to dry. Every member of the Public Guardian Program takes this mission seriously and has worked hard to address new and familiar issues pertaining to the program. If they took, the net was serious about it. And they were supposed to have been watching them. Then how the hell did these kids end up in a worse hell than before? We stand by the exceptional work provided within the Public Guardian Program and welcome an independent and comprehensive inquiry into care, services, and placement provided to the 13 Turpin siblings by Riverside County Departments. If they really wanted an independent, they wouldn't hire the independent. They'd allow someone else to hire the independent. They want to keep this in-house. They want to pay them to say, oh, nothing happened. The kids are making it all up. But they'll believe the kids when a sexual allegation comes out. But if you do an independent on that, oh, we don't need one. You notice that no matter if it's a mom, the dad, or both, if they're accused of something, oh, we're going to, you know, well, we'll just believe the kids. But when the kids are saying that uh, they're being abused by the very people that are supposed to be protecting them, oh, no, 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 we're going to do an independent evaluation. And in the end, we're going to be calling the kids a bunch of liars. Mark my words, they're going to say that these kids lied. Public trust is crucial for comprehensive conservatorship, and accountability is a vital component of that trust. I'm sorry, but I think the public trust has already been broken because you took them out of one situation and put them into a worse situation. In other words, hey, let's put them through hell. They haven't been through enough. Accountability is provided in part by the court's significant oversight. Yes, folks, I will read that again. Accountability is provided in part by the court's significant oversight. If there are recommendations from an independent inquiry, we will fully welcome those recommendations. Because they already know what the recommendations are, folks. I mean, you can see right through this. They're going to recommend that the kids be placed in yet another foster home. That they get the funds where eventually they will not get any money. Because then they'll say, well, there's fees here and fees there. The Public Guardian Program continues to work for the client's best interests and the staff go out of their way to make sure people are generally cared for with dignity and respect. Yeah, as long as you're part of the system and not part of uh, anything else. These kids are being used. And the reason why they're being used is political pawns. Come on, folks. Those 13 shouldn't have even been put in state care. They were they went from one situation to another. We don't know the full story 
Because, no, heaven forbid they actually tell us the full story. I bet that these kids, yeah, they may have been, may or may not have been abused. I believe they had been with the mom and dad. Well, all of a sudden they go here and it's worse. They can't even go outside. Those are red flags to me. Those are saying that these foster parents did not care. They're going to collect the money. They'll have them dressed real nice as long as it's out in public. But when they're behind closed doors, it sounds like at least some of the kids are being chained in chairs. I mean, come on, folks. This, when I heard this, I, I had to review it. And when I reviewed it, it, it's like, this is the system that protects them? Jeez. It's just ridiculous how they want to act as if they're all innocent. And this was back... Here's another one from November 22nd, 2000... This year. Yeah, that was also on Yahoo. November 18th of this year. Turpin sisters described living in House of Horrors. I quote, I thought I was going to die. Jennifer and Jordan Turpin share their stories for the first time. It looks like it's it was on ABC. After enduring more than a decade of horrific abuse and captivity, Jennifer Turpin and her 12 siblings had had just watched California sheriff deputies take their parents away in handcuffs. Well, we're getting more story clarification. The frail and malnourished Turpin children were now in a hospital where they received food, clean clothes, medical treatment, kindness from strangers, things the siblings rarely rarely or in some cases never had before. Now you notice that this is back in November 18th. Well, this one says that it's their parents. The other one said it was the foster parents. Are you starting to see the inconsistencies? Now, did these kids in just a couple days went from one house of horrors to another house of horrors that the money they're supposed to get they didn't get and if that's the case what's the state doing with that money now remember now let me go back to this okay now new questions about Turpin siblings post rescue living conditions November 22nd 2021 from Yahoo News the 13 survivors of the so-called House of Horrors are once again in need. This comes as new questions surrounding how the children were treated after we rescued and placed in protective care. Now, I just read all that. But let's go over it one more time. Soon as... Here's from the 20, 20th. The only word I know to call it is hell. Turpin sisters share the deeds of this family's house of horrors. November 20th, 2021. 
Jordan Turpin was 17 years old when she found herself crawling out of the window of her family's home, hoping to save the lives of her 12 siblings. For two years, she had been planning her escape after decades of unspeakable emotional and physical violence inflicted by her parents in their Paris, California home. Now, this is the one thing. I read you that one before. I'm reading this. Are you confused? If you are, I do apologize. Because it sounded like they had foster care that they were going from one house of horrors to another. If this is the case, I have a great idea. Why don't the state just allow the older siblings, give them a house, give them a place to stay, sign, tell the judge, you know, just sign off on this CPS not get involved. Give them the therapy and help that they need. But above all, give them the money so they can go move on with their lives. It's not going to work. <sighs> Folks, this is exactly the problem we face in this country today. <sighs> because... If we, if I continue reading this, you're going to hear about, let's see. For two years, she had been planning her escape after decades of unspeakable emotional and physical violence inflicted by her parents in her parents' California home. Equipped with nothing but an old cell phone she found in the house, Jordan ran out and called 911. Quote, I was always terrified that if I called the cops or tried to escape, I would get caught and then... I knew I would die if I got caught, Jordan, now 21, told ABC News. News Diane Sawyer, an exclusive interview Friday. But at the end, when I saw all my younger siblings, I knew that's what I had to do. When the first police officer arrived, she immediately showed him the phone full of photos and videos she took of herself and her siblings to prove the abuse. Oh, folks, you should really look at these two. If um, the Manson family had, uh, well, (laughs) you just have to go to uh, this. Looks like CNN is showing this. So check that out. I don't know if it's a parent. I don't know if it's a foster parent. Right now, I'm just reading what I'm telling you. Her bold getaway in January 2018 led to the discovery of her siblings and uncovered what Riverside County District Attorney Mike Hestron described as one of the worst, most aggravated child abuse cases he has ever seen. Some of the siblings who range in age from 2 to 29 had been found shackled to beds with chains and padlocks. A few of the adults were so malnourished they looked like young teenagers. That morning, Jordan sat in the back of a police car and watched as her parents, David and Louise Turpin, were arrested. The pair were each sentenced to 25 years of life in prison after pleading guilty to 14 charges of torture, adult abuse, child endangerment, false imprisonment, and more. Well, it seems that they went through hell for all that time. But now they're having a problem getting the very finances they're supposed to be entitled to, according to the state of California. 
I mean, folks, I'm just telling you just a little bit of it. You can read the rest. So, I'm just going to say that I don't know who's dropping the ball, but the parents, this couple, and I'm going to say it right now, David and Louise Turpin. Now, if anybody uh, knows anyone where they're currently being housed, well, let's just say that people like that just see what's been going on with them if they're in protective custody, which chances are they are. And the reason why I say that is because anyone who does what they did to their kids, and there's, what, 13 of them? Jeez. Obviously, something's not right in the head of the mom and dad. Now, should they get help? Well, they have to pay for what they've done. But I'll say this. Sometimes it's best not to have kids if you're not mentally as well as physically capable and financially capable. But, you know, speaking from personal experience on the financial side, if you need help, get the help. But don't take it out on your kids. That's the worst thing you can do. Because when you do that, you've lost the battle. This David and Louise Turpin, hopefully they're getting the help that they need. Why they did what they did, I don't know. But these 13, they really need our support, our prayers. If you can find any way in which to help these 13, by all means. And when the oldest got out and Well, the 21-year-old now got out. She did the right thing. And for her, I want to just say one thing to Jordan Turpin. Jordan, that was a very brave thing you did. You didn't think of yourself. You thought of your siblings. You had to do something to protect them. You're going to have a very... You and your siblings are going to have a very prosperous future. Because you actually see what freedom is like. And to be able to choose whatever you want. And be able to go wherever you want. Folks, that's the one thing I don't think we'll ever understand. I, I couldn't fathom in my mind... What these... 13 went through but I will say this now they have a future now they have a way in which to go on and for the uh, CPS of California you motherfuckers dropped in goddamn ball on this one if the kids aren't going to school no, they're not coming out You mean to tell me there was no reports? Nobody called? Nobody? I can't believe that. 
I can't believe not one person called the police and said, you know, I think something's going on at that house. And it took one 17-year-old in 2018 to have the courage to break out, take an old cell phone, dial 911. So, folks, I will say this. I am very blessed that things weren't worse in my situation. For those of you that know someone who's going through this or you have gone through it, my heart goes out to you. My prayers go out to you. You know, a child shouldn't have to go through hell, especially at the hands of their own parents. If you're having problems, if you got distress if you're dealing with depression get help but above all do it independently don't go through the state you don't want CPS having that as an excuse to take your kids you can still raise your kids you just have to have a little help as far as Maybe an instruction manual. I don't know. But in this holiday season, I'm going to say something. And I don't know if it's going to offend anyone. But may I say Merry Christmas. Have a happy and joyous New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, whatever other holidays are coming out now. And if I may make one suggestion, let's let today be a new day, a new beginning. Move forward. And remember that you are not your past. Remember the government did not issue you your children. You conceived them, you brought them into this world. So for all government agencies, go fuck yourselves. And have a very Merry Christmas. And let's keep on fighting against CPS, fighting against the very governments that are trying to oppress us. I am now up to 37 countries listening, one of which is Russia. So while Russia... I don't know what agency it is that screens these. But you and Vladimir Putin can go fuck yourselves if you're going to mess with families. Leave families alone, okay? Look, you run the military, okay, just don't mess with the families. Tell CPS, you know, in fact, dissolve your CPS. Just dissolve it. Say, sorry, your services are no longer required. I'm talking Japan, I'm talking China, I'm talking all those oppressive countries. Just get rid of them, okay? Let the families raise themselves. You know, you just step back. If there's abuse, okay, other than that, tell the people that are working in child protection services, get another job. Jeez. I hear um, 
the Middle East is, Middle East is looking for a few suicide bombers. <laughs> I think you get my point. So, from me to you, belated Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, a joyous new year, and may 2022 be better than 2021. This is David Shore for Child Protective Services, Corruption of Child Protection Services, and just keep the fight going. They're your children. They're not the government's. <laughs>